Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Useless Motivation. I am Barney Barn Barn, and it's been a while since I uh, have done one of these. I want to thank all of you, the handful of people who actually listen to this podcast. I want to thank you for your patience. And ironically, my topic today is patience. Patience. Do we have patience? All right. So here's what happened. I've been busy. That's why I haven't done these in a while. And um, I'm actually at Content Mint, which is where I record a lot of the episodes for my other podcast, Mr. Movie Club, which you should check out if you're a movie fan, where I actually talk to other people. Uh, And my guest didn't show up. Um, And he's somebody that I've been trying to book for a while. Um, You know, it was just an honest, uh, he got stuck in traffic, you know, schedule change, whatever. And at first I was like, God damn it. And then I realized, you know what? He really wants to do it. He was really nice. I got to be patient. And then I thought, I've had it in my head for like a couple months. You know, we are now in October of 2019. I think my last useless motivation was in August. I don't know. You guys probably know better than me. And I had it in my head to do a podcast about patience. So when this guy didn't show up and I had the mic set up and I was all ready and I had my, my uh, bottled water, which is destroying the environment, um, I thought, oh, wait, this is perfect. Now I can actually spend the studio time that I have booked to talk about this word, patience. How annoying is that? Like, if I say patience like that one more time, like, patience. Like, if I say it, like, more than three more times on the podcast, please just hit stop and go listen to Mark Maron or Joe Rogan or some professional. But, um... Here's the thing, I, and for those who know me, this is not a newsflash, I am not patient, and I never have been, and here's the thing, useless motivation, I'm talking about patience, but one of the things I'm talking about today is the fact that I'm probably never going to be patient, and I just have to, I have to, I'm adjusting this fancy mic here, I'm not patient enough with the mic. I have to get used to that. I have to come to terms with the fact that I will probably, unless something drastically changes in my chemical brain makeup, God forbid, knockwood, I will never be a patient man. I'm in my 50s. I'm, you know, an optimistic guy. I I, I like to learn new things. I don't think I'm going to learn to be patient. In fact, this is what happens, is when I go out there into the world and talk to people. Even though I know it's like, oh man, I gotta shut up. I gotta stop interrupting people. I gotta stop, you know, being upset if something doesn't happen right away. I gotta like just calm the fuck down. I'm good at hiding the anxiety and occasional rage that happens when things don't happen on my timetable. But what I'm really 
bad is actually teaching myself to, to be patient. I've spoken about this before. I do meditation. I'm starting to do yoga now. It doesn't. I, I like meditation. I kind of like yoga. I like yoga when it stops because then my body stops hurting. But none of that shit, it doesn't make me more patient. I am never going to be patient. What I was getting at before, before I got sidetracked, is like when I'm, ta- when I'm, in, when I'm feeling specifically impatient, which is a lot of the time, I don't say to myself, man, Barney, you got to slow down. You got to learn to be patient. I say to myself, why the fuck is the world so slow? Speed the fuck up. It's like, come on, subway. Come on, like, internet beach balling. Like, everything is just like, just come on. Like, that, that's what's going on in my, in my heart. It's just, why is the fucking world so slow? Why can't it be as, like, so, so, so to me, the, 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 I am, as the center of the universe, I am not the impatient one. The rest of the universe is procrastinating. <laughs> they are, there are things that should be coming to me from people, from things, from devices, from the world that are not coming fast enough. And it's, 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 it's their fuck up. It's the universe's fuck up. It's not my fuck up. I'm not saying that's the right way to think. I'm not telling you to think like that. But I'm just trying to really explain how I think. And that is how I think. Um, the universe is too fucking slow. Speaking of the universe, I just read a thing online today. Speaking of the universe, um, <laughs> that, uh, that apparently, this just came out again, this is October 2nd, I'm recording this. So maybe it's been updated. But apparently, the Milky Way is very near, you know, it's few billion light years from another galaxy that is much bigger and has been eating other galaxies. And apparently they just discovered, NASA or whoever does this stuff, just discovered that this other galaxy, I don't know if it's Andromeda or whatever, look it up, you guys have internets, I don't have to do the work for you. But apparently this neighboring galaxy is eating up other galaxies and is on a collision course with us, and it's going to eat us up, and all the suns and planets are just going to get smashed or sucked into a black hole or whatever the fuck happens when galaxies crash into each other. Um, and this is happening relative to uh, the entire universe as we know it. These galaxies are going to crash into each other and obviously end all life as we know it on Earth very soon in four billion years. Now, of course, that they all... If you read any of this sort of science stuff, they were all predicting the sun's going to burn out in like 12 billion years or something. So, you know, but it's, uh, you know, we got to get our affairs in order. We only have 4 billion years left. So, which dovetails right into my, 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 uh, what my ego has known all along, that the universe is too fucking slow. It's like speed up universe. If we're going to get everything done, and now that we have only 4 billion years left instead of 12 billion years, that's like, what is that? It's like a third. You have two thirds less time than you thought you had. All right, universe. So speed the fuck up. Let's get this done. Let's get shit done. 
I like to get stuff done. One thing that happened to me about 10 years ago, trying to change my life, I'm not saying for the better, didn't make me more patient, but um, it did lower my anxiety somewhat, seriously now, is to-do lists. And every day I have, I have a, a, an app on my phone called Clear. I'm not promoting them. If they want to send me some money, I will accept it. But it's called Clear, C-L-E-A-R. And it's a great to-do list. And it just like you write stuff down and you can, you can like shift it up and down. And you can, when you get something, you can cross it off. And it feels so fucking satisfying. It's like, you know, I mean, and on like weekends, I'll be like, get out of bed, make breakfast, put on shoes, go to the gym. Like I will literally like list like everything I have to do. And it's like when I do it, you know, it's like empty the dishwasher, boom, cross it off. Ugh. I can't even tell you. I can't tell you how good. I don't know why that feels good. Like why as humans, you know, I mean, I mean, to-do lists can't be an evolutionary thing, can they? But I know I'm not the only one in that regard. I know there are people who really like, you know, marking stuff down and like scratch it off, scratch it off, scratch it off. Some people like to do it on paper. I like to do it on my phone because I can, because the priority keeps changing. It's like, put on your shoes, go to the gym, get breakfast. Oh, wait, no, I'm going to have breakfast first and then watch Stephen Colbert on the DVR and then I'm going to go to the gym. So I, instead of having to put air, like I can just, whatever, I'm boring the shit out of you guys, right? Who wants to hear about my to-do lists? Um, what else did I want to talk about? Um, patience and procrastination. So that's the thing. So I am very, I'm not very patient. We've already established that. Yet I do procrastinate. You think somebody who's not patient would, would not procrastinate. And again, not to harp on it, but with my uh, to-do list thing, Sometimes I'll be like, all right, this is the most important thing. Not just put on your shoes and go to the gym. Like I go to the gym that much. Um, you know, like you know, work stuff. I'll call this person, you know, finish this task, boom, boom. And I will put the most important things up top. And then I'll have lunch or something. Then I'll go back and look, all right, what do I have to do this afternoon? I was like, I don't want to do that yet. And it's like, if it's not something that somebody's like bugging me to get done right away, I'll just, again, with this up, I'll just take it down to the bottom. So I, I'm an impatient procrastinator. And that sounds like those are diametrically opposed concepts, right? But there it is. So what's my solution? I don't have one. The podcast is called Useless Motivation. I'm just sharing. What did I write down here? Conversations. Here, here's here. here I'm going to read you guys my to-do list, which I just did on stickies. I didn't do it on my phone because I don't turn my phone on when I do podcasts. And on Mr. Movie Club, I don't let, you know, my nerdy film friends are all like, oh, who is that actor? And they whip out their phone. I'm like, no, no, put your fucking phone down. Oh, so th this will be something. So obviously our plugged-in world and our, uh, you know, what do you call it? You know, social media, distraction, you know, the whole thing. Everybody's on their phone. I have this thing I do now, and it's called No Cell Sundays, where, and I, sometimes I forget, but if I, I will look at my phone, see what time it is, close it, and throw it under my bed. And I'm like, I'm not going to have my phone all day. I will go on my laptop. I will turn on the TV. But I've been doing this pretty consistently. A couple times I've actually just plum forgotten, and I'll be there, you know, looking at Twitter, reading fucking Donald Trump's retarded shit, sorry. 
I don't care. I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. But he's a fucking idiot. Um, and I'll be going through my phone, and suddenly it's like, oh, my God, it's 2 o'clock. I forgot I didn't want to use my cell today. But when I remember, and I don't use my cell at all, and I actually talk to my family, and we eat dinner at the dinner table, and pay attention to my kid, and I actually, if my mom calls, I actually don't get it because I threw my phone under my bed. But um, if I see my neighbors, whatever, like walking my dog, I, I, and I can't listen to podcasts. I can't do anything. And it's really, it's, it's like a digital cleanse. It, it really feels good. Does it make me more patient? No. Does it make me procrastinate less? No. It makes me a little less anxious and a little less, um, a little less obsessed about the fact that I'm not getting things done or that I'm not as patient as I should be. So. I guess you call that peace of mind, right? I think it's a good thing. That's what I'm saying. But I could be wrong because I don't know what I'm talking about. Milky Way. So here's my to do. Here's here's my list for this talk. Patience, all caps. Then stood up. That's about the guy who's supposed to record my other podcast with me today. Um, long time. I don't know. I just wrote long time. Um, conversations. I guess I spoke about that. Silence. Silence. Milky Way. Spoke about that. Cosmic timing. So between the Milky Way and my friends standing me up for my other podcast, the cosmic timing was such that this is the time to talk about patience. That, that's two, right? You got one more before you turn me off. Uh, procrastination, spoke about that. To-do list, spoke about that. And then love. I don't know why I put that at the end. I think it was just kind of spitballing. I love being impatient. <laughs> oh, cracking myself up. <laughs> Should I just end it? I don't even know how long I've been talking. Hold on. I'll maybe edit this up. I'm going to play clicky with the computer. 14 minutes. Should I just... All right, I usually do this about 20 minutes, but I really like ending on... I love being impatient. Um, so maybe I just, I'm just silent. Let's see how long I can be silent on my own podcast. All right. You're going to hear like me drink water. You're going to hear the room. I might turn the air conditioner back on because it's hum It's October in New York, but of course it's humid as all hell because global warming is destroying the world, which is going to be destroyed in 4 billion years anyway. So it doesn't matter, but um, it was too noisy, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the headphones down. This is going to be a zen part of the podcast. All right, we're at 15 minutes. Let's see if I can go five minutes with, without talking or with hardly talking at all. And, and you guys should just listen because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like a, what is that, DSMR? What is that? You know, the whole thing like where people are all talking really close on the mic and you know, all that stuff. It's going to be one of those. Um, but, but like not a very good one. We're going to see how patient I can be with myself. All right, here we go. Ready? Starting now.
All right, I made it to two minutes, and I'm probably gonna cut some of that out. But I like, I like. Did you hear the keys? And you hear me opening and closing my water. So it's probably gonna be one minute because I don't think I have the balls. Just let it, let it slide. I was actually checking my text at one, one point. The guy who stood me up was texting me about rescheduling. Too late, buddy. You missed it. All right. I'm going to sign off. We're going to end with some new music. Uh, Astro Chicken, my band, um, has a new single out, although it's really just me. But um, even though I am playing with uh, some guys again, going to be doing some gigs. But uh, I'm really happy with this recording. This is a song. Uh, called Everything is Sad. Um, but it's not... It's a sad song, but it's not a depressed song. Do you know what I mean? It's it's just about the fact, you know, that, like, I was saying the Milky Way is going to crash into us. So, like, you know, life is sad. But, um, oh, that's... Yeah, okay. No, I wanted to talk about this. I might cut out all that quiet shit. Here's what I wanted to talk about. Um, separate from the whole patience thing. About, about the song. It's called Everything is Sad. Or True Blue was the original title. But um, my friend John, who is the other half of Astro Chicken, suggested I call it Everything is Sad. So that makes it a real band record, even though it's really just me. And my engineer friend Will, who uh, recorded my drums. But everything else is by me. So it's not a professional recording, but it's a, it's a really fun demo. I like the song. I like how it came out. I like the vibe of it. But I, I was sitting there talking to my kid, my 14-year-old daughter, Clara, about like, well, how can I convince people to listen to a song called Everything is Sad without them thinking it's really sad? And she told me this thing that her, she has an acting class at school, and her acting teacher, and he got it off some TED Talk or something, so I don't know who did this quote, but apparently said you know, getting back to the whole thing about today, how we're all distracted and we're all on our phones and we, we like to numb out and whether that's digitally or, you know, when people abuse substances like, you know, drugs and alcohol, that the whole thing about numbing out is like you have bad feelings. So you just want to numb them. But what you do is you end up numbing the good feelings too. So in a way, what the song is about, you know, um, there was a lot of sadness in my family, and I can't not write about that. Uh, even though, I'm, even when I'm not writing about it directly, it permeates every creative thing I do now. And what I've discovered is that trying to hide that, it's going to hide the good feelings too. And I'm talking about whether you're doing something creatively or just living your life. You know, I I I think there is, you know, you can dive into a bad feelings and it turns into a spiral and that can turn into depression. Sometimes people are just wired with depression. Luckily I'm not that way. It's probably connected to my impatience. So that's okay. But I, I have discovered having gone through grief a few times in my life that you have to face the sadness. And then that way, everything is sad. Everything is sad because everything ends because even the good things end, you know, every, every throughout your life, Life is lost, you know, you can be a billionaire and be, you know, whatever, the, the happiest person on earth, but you will experience loss if you live long enough. 
um, and and trying to fight the feelings that that loss uh, gives you also covers up the feelings of gratitude and love, as I was saying before. So I hope that makes sense. It's really a hopeful song. It's called Everything is Sad. Um, take a listen. Um, if you want to write me, please do. Barney Barn Barn at Gmail. Um, if you're listening to this on iTunes, please subscribe and all that stuff. Leave a comment. Email me. Whatever. You know, but um, everything is sad. But that's okay. When you're true blue, everything is sad. Everything is sad When you're true Everything is 